Yeah. We're very chill today. We're very quiet and gentle today. Mm. Let's see. That's good. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Today we're speaking on. Uh, we're speaking on um, blood of Jesus today. Okay. Okay. Before before we begin that, uh, I'd like us to pray. Um, we just received a request. Someone has a nine one one emergency right now. Can we lift our voices and just ask the Lord to intervene in the life of our dear sister, Cynthia, Cynthia Lewis. Can we lift, everyone lift your voice and pray for a quick intervention that the Lord send angels right away to, to her place. Can we pray? Can we pray for our sister? Lift your voices. Divine intervention. for whatever is going on with that person, Lord. We ask that you send your angels. We ask that you send your angels to make everything right. We ask for divine intervention. However, angels, Lord. So our dear sister, send your angels right now in the seem to be no way in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus where there seem to be no way Lord you make a way by the power of the Holy Ghost thank you Amen. Amen. Speak Amen. Peace over to your place, Cynthia. We declare that angels of God will bring calm the situation. Amen. There shall be no evil reports recorded in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the name Amen. of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, today we're talking on the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. We're going to do a deep uh, Bible study. And I want to close very early today. Um, so just going to be very quick and very fast. Um, precious Holy Ghost, thank you. Thank you. Already, you know, there's a there's, there's something about the blood that we... Many times we know, and many times we have, we just grew up into the blood. We just grew up from church. We just hear about the blood. And then we, sometimes we may not have total understanding about the power in the blood and what the blood of Jesus has brought um, for the body of Christ. And I'm going to be explaining very briefly, and then we'll pray. Uh, once you come into full understanding of this this truth, 
and then you are able to intercede better. You are able to apply the tools that are available for us. Amen. Amen. Uh, just hold on a second. Lord, show me something. Pray in the Holy Ghost, please. Let me clarify Oh, thank you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, let's begin. Um, Isaiah chapter 1, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. The first thing I need us to note and recognize is that without the blood of Jesus that was shed, none of us will be able to experience the new birth. We will not be able to enter into the new birth experience. Um, if you see in the Old Testament, all they had was the hand of God, which is the Holy Spirit, rest upon. So without the Holy Ghost, Without the blood, without Jesus dying, I'm going to show you from scripture, um, the Holy Spirit was not able to rest in or was not able to come and abide in the believer, uh, which is the born again experience. Uh, Jesus had to die um, because the law that God had given, God's word is so powerful that even God cannot change his word. That's how important the, the word of God is. Even he himself does not have the ability or cannot change the word that has gone out of his mouth because if he takes his word back, it will, the foundations of the earth is, is founded on the principle of God's word. So if God alters his own word, everything will come crumbling down. So he said, the soul that sinned will surely die. That was the word that come forth. And then man sinned. So man was doomed for death and destruction. But God is his infinite mercy. Um, I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go deep in it. Um, orchestrated for a way that man will come and, you know, die. Uh, God, Jesus himself, will come die for man and restore man. So he will take the place of man because truly the soul that sinned must surely die. And then Jesus came, took the sin of the whole world upon himself and then died on the cross. And we're going to be exploring. Um, first off, beginning from Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, he said, Come now, let us reason together, said the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Come, now let us reason together, said the Lord. 
though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So here we see what is the functional detergent that is able to wipe this level of sin. The blood, the blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus himself was shared so that our sins will become holy, we become righteous. So he gave us his righteousness. Hallelujah. He gave us his righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Very, very critical that we see. This was the, the background of what the Lord had done. See, so he, he, he said, come, let us reason together. Even No matter how terrible your sin is, once you come to him and then you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you will see that you shall be white as snow. That's why some of us with very terrible backgrounds, um, you see that the Lord <laughs> gives us a new start, a fresh start. He that is in Christ is a new creature. All things are passed away. Not all things are hidden. Right? Not all things are hidden, but all things are passed away, meaning they are no longer remembered. Very, very critical. Um, let's see Genesis chapter 3. Verse 1. Genesis 3, not reading, not verse 1, uh, maybe uh, let me read all the way down to 21. 21. Okay, got it. So Genesis chapter 3. Verse 21, after um, Adam and Eve fell, after they, they sinned and they ate the forbidden fruit that the Lord had said they should not eat, and they realized that they were naked. Verse 21, unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord make, the Lord God make coats of skins and clothed them. He took a lamb and killed it and then no, clothed them with the skin. So what we will see here is the first introduction of blood. So God was showing, remember the Old Testament is a shadow of the New Testament. And then we'll see in Scripture, Revelation 13, that Christ, right, was slain before the foundation of the earth, so of the world. So it's not like, God did not know that man was going to fall. See that? It was clear. So he had a plan ready. Um, please, this part, I'm doing teaching today, so I'm going to um, do a lot of scripture. So the first introduction of blood to cover, the blood that was shed in the Old Testament was to cover, was to cover sin. And then you'll see, if you continue to study, um, the laws that God gave to Moses is that blood 
you know, must be spilled, the blood of sprinkling must be sprinkled to cover the sin of the multitude for one year. So the blood of both goats and bulls were used to cover the sin. So sin uh, was required blood. Why? Because that scripture, he that so that sin will surely die, right? And um, we see even in Genesis when God said to Abraham, to Adam, you know, eat of this. Even Satan said, did God say you will surely die, right? But death was involved. He had a spiritual death. That was then, that was when his life started to begin to go descend to an end. Before then, we don't know how long he had lived, but he was living forever. And the moment he sinned, he disobeyed God, his life started to count down, if uh, there's a word like that. And then, so God killed the lamb and took the skin and covered, right? The covering, remember that. So that was the first introduction of blood. Why? Because when sin is, blood is required. Very, very critical. I wanted you to see that as we begin to navigate. As we begin to navigate. Amen. All right. Um, let's dive right in. In Luke chapter 22, you see something interesting Jesus said. Luke chapter 22, Jesus said, And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. Then he took bread. Look, we're going to take communion after this um, teaching, and I would like you to take communion very seriously. Very seriously. Very seriously. I'm going to share. So talking about the blood of Jesus, uh, obviously I'm going to talk about the mystery of the communion. And when you partake it from this day, you begin to walk in some supernatural realities in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And Amen. he took the cup and he gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread, this was the last supper, and gave thanks and broke it and gave unto them, saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this, this do in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me is the point I want to pick from here. Likewise, also the cup after supper saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shared for you. So the blood of Jesus was shared for you and I. Hallelujah. Amen. The blood of Jesus is shed for you and I. This is how we become born again. Okay? I'm, I'm, I'm building gradually. Remember, we're closing early today. Amen. God give us grace. Okay? The same scripture is recorded if you see Matthew 26, verse 26. I like this version. Another account of the same situation. As they were eating, Jesus took bread. 
and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. So Jesus was the one that instituted the communion. We have seen in, in Luke um, 22 that Jesus himself said, do this in remembrance of me. And here we see, he said, this is my body. He was still alive then, but he was telling us what would happen afterwards. This is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shared for many for the remission of sins. So what we see here is that the blood, right, is shared for remission of sin, not covering of sin. Hallelujah. What does remission mean? Remission means the cancellation of a debt, charge, or penalty. The cancellation, total annihilation of a debt, charge, or penalty. So the debt that you owed him was totally paid. He paid, the songwriter said, he paid the debt he did not owe. I owe the debt. I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. Now I can sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. Lord Jesus paid the debt that I could never pay. He paid the debt. He paid the debt. He did not owe. I owe the debt. I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. Now I can sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. Lord Jesus paid the debt that I could never pay. And someone give him praise and give him glory with an understanding heart. Because he paid a debt he did not pay. You owe the debt you could not pay. Jesus came into the picture and then he paid the debt. He made you debt free. In Matthew 26, 28, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shared for many for the remission of sins. So the blood of Jesus was shared for the total cancellation of the death of sin so that you become a brand new man. If you're still with me, shout a big amen. 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 This teaching amen. will open up on to gratitude for what he had done. It will open you to gratitude for the sacrifice that Jesus did on, on, on your behalf. This is my blood of the New Testament. So if Jesus did not die, we'll still be in the Old Testament. Because the testament is, is, is proof that the testator is there. For well, hallelujah, he did not just die, he rose again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For Amen. this is my blood of the New Testament. So the foundation of the New Testament realities was on the blood of Jesus. The blood was the foundation of it. Without the blood, no New Testament. 
without the blood, Old Testament, we'll still be buying goods, buying, getting a scapegoat so that we can go and have a covering of sin for one year. And after one year, you are as guilty as charged. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews, Amen. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9. Hebrews 2, 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. He already tasted death for every man. John 6, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Whoever, he died and the death covers every man, generations born and generations yet unborn. He already paid the eternal price. Why? He came from eternity. And then, because of the eternal nature of his blood, he was able to travel into the past, go into the future, and pay the price for all. Can you celebrate this, Jesus? Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. He tasted death for every man. So he died so that you don't have to die. Amen? He died so that you don't have to die. And we're talking about eternal death here, eternal separation from God. The, the original status quo of man was designed in Genesis chapter 1, 2. And in chapter 3, man separated from God. That was the first death. The voice of God came walking to fellowship with Adam in the cool of the evening. That's the original status. God wants fellowship. He created us for fellowship. He has a lot of angels from different strength, might, and all. But he chooses to fellowship with you and I. But man broke that communion. We broke that fellowship. And then immediately the redemption plan came into effect when God killed that lamb and took the skin and wrapped the clothes. Why? As a symbol that a as a symbol that a son who is the lamb of God will be killed and then with his blood and with his flesh, you see that, man will be covered eternally. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, please. I want you to just appreciate God for the mercy of what he has done. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 14 Hallelujah. of that same, verse 14 of that same Hebrews chapter two, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Through death he might destroy, so he had to die so that he may destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. How can somebody be alive and is afraid of dying? You are not living life. You are not living life. You are, every day you are afraid. Oh, if I go out today, is this the day I'm going to die? That's not life. He delivered them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. 
subject to bondage. Praise the name of the Lord. So he paid the price and he died. And why? See verse 17. Wherefore in all things it behoved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. So he paid that price so that you and I today can have a wonderful reason to be called the sons of God. Before this, remember I said to them who received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. So without him giving us the power to become sons of God, we are not able to lay claim to that wonderful, glorious title. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So you see that? So I'll show you something. Now, one of the attributes of the blood is that it covers not just for sin, it totally pays the debt for the remission of sin. See Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12, verse 12 to 14. Exodus chapter 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And again, all the gods of Egypt will I execute judgment. I am the Lord. I am who? I am the Lord. Praise God. Verse 13. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. For when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. When he told them to put the blood on the lantern of their doors, when I see the blood, I will pass over. I have good news, people of God. Every time judgment wants to come on you as a sinner, he sees the blood. So he does not see you. He sees the blood. God cannot behold sin. Not, his nature does not allow him to behold sin. He will strike in vengeance. But then he sees the blood of Jesus. So when you are born again, you come under the protection of the blood. So Christ, when God sees you, he doesn't see being paid. He doesn't see naked. He sees the blood of Christ. So he sees Christ. And he said, this is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter in whom I'm well pleased. Not because of what you have done, but because of what he has done. Hallelujah. This is a gratitude service. Please give him thanks. The moment you catch Thank a revelation you, of what he has done, give him glory. So we come under the covering of the blood. That's how we get born again. We come under his covering. The, the perfection. He paid the price. He paid a full price. If the price, in quotes, was one trillion dot six zero zero seven, 
He paid $1,000,007. Nothing missing. Nothing over, nothing under. Hallelujah. So every man born because of the sin, by the sins of one man, sin has come on the generation. Likewise, you know, by one man also deliverance and salvation comes to all men. So everybody born of a man, you are all connected to Adam. And so you are born in your sinful nature. You are born in, that's why everybody needs a day where you get born again. You don't just, oh, I was born again from my mother's womb. Anywhere you hear that kind of thing, some people say, some preachers say it. I want you to carry your slippers, dust it like this. That's not gospel. Nobody's born again from womb. Hallelujah. You can be anointed, you can be called from your mother's womb, but you can't be born again. It's not possible. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's impossible for you to be born again from your mother's womb. No, as long as you are born of man, you are in your sinful state. And when you come to the place of consciousness where you are now accountable, you know, you must give your life to Christ. But every child who dies under like the age range keeps shifting. Children these days, you know, come into awareness very early. So I can't give it an age range, but a child who has not come into consciousness of right and wrong, uh, if they die, they go straight to heaven. Amen. They go straight to heaven. Whether they are born in a Muslim home or in a Buddhist home, as long as they are not gotten to the age of accountability, where they have the opportunity to reject Jesus. It is those who reject Christ who go to hell. Amen? Are we together? Yes, sir. Amen. So parents with children who are of accountable, it begins to show that in them today so that they can receive Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Yes, please. Mm. Mm. Yes. My goodness. Yes. Yes. Ah. Oof. You just you just reminded me of something I tried to forget. I saw um I saw a video where parents in a school board were advocating that they be thrown in jail because a book was published. A book was published in the library of children, teaching them about pedophilia, about masturbation, sex with between gay sex, lesbian. What? Thank you for bringing that up. So the enemy is trying to awaken their conscious mind early. That's an attack from the pit of hell. And scripture tells us, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart. He will not depart from it. 
When he's old, he will not depart from it. My God. Wow. Okay. And a question from Clobas. Um, okay. So let me just repeat that. Uh, what um, uh, my brother Tim was asking, or not just highlighting, was that we had prayed. Uh, Peggy had received an instruction from the Lord to begin to pray for the children and cover the children. And just because I said that the consciousness of children, as long as they're not coming to an aware uh, state, they're not able to be accountable. And then if they die at that age, they go to heaven. And then, so he was uh, touching the fact that I just mentioned, uh, because of that principle, the devil is trying to awaken the conscious mind of the children earlier than supposed. Children are in the purest of states. That's why they easily see angels. They see the Lord Jesus. They see the realm of the spirit easily until they become corrupted by the things that causes impurities in the eye. Praise God. I wonder why Clubhouse is not showing the. Okay, I know why. Okay, I'll catch it. Um, on Zoom, did you hear Tim's question? You did not, right? No, sir. We didn't hear it. Okay. Okay. You'll hear from now. Tim, say hello. And let's confirm that they're here now. Hello? You, you got it? Yeah, we do. Okay. We got it. I apologize. Praise God. That's very... Thank you, Tim, for pointing that out. That's very, very important and very, very critical. Um, commented me. So the blood of Jesus, once you come under the covering of the blood, that's why you have to bring your children under the covering of the blood. When I see the blood, I will pass over. This is the spirit of death that passed through Egypt. And wherever he saw the blood, he passed over. He could not go in. Guess what? Even though Egyptians, people who had connections with the Israelites, and they were close friends of them, they could come and stay in their homes of the Egyptians and the angel of death will not touch them. Why? Because the angels, when I see the blood, I will pass over. I will pass over you. The plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. So the blood preserves For he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was placed upon him by his stripes. We are healed. By the tokens of his suffering, we become healed. This gospel is a gospel founded on the birth, death, resurrection of Jesus. Death, burial, and resurrection. That's it. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Judgment cannot come. Why? Because the blood is over you. Are we still together? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'll tell you why. Without Jesus dying on the cross, the Holy Ghost could not come. In John chapter 7, verse 37 to 39, 
in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. The Holy Ghost was not yet given. Why? Because Jesus was not glorified. And Jesus cannot be glorified until he died and is buried for three days, and then he's resurrected. Everything in Scripture talks about Jesus. Everything in Scripture. For example, um, Jesus himself was speaking here when he said that just like Jonah in the belly of the fish for three days, the Son of Man shall be in the belly of the earth for three days. Amen? The scripture testifies of him. Everything. He also said, except the corn of wheat falls on and dies, he abideth alone. This he talks about himself. Except he dies, he remains alone. But he died and resurrected today. We have over a billion Christians all over the world. Jesus multiplied himself by planting himself in the ground. He wanted an harvest. So the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Hallelujah. The Amen. Jesus speaks, people. Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 22. But ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which were written in, the, in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. He is the mediator of the new covenant. And to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. The blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. The blood speaks because when Cain and Abel were, and Cain killed the brother Abel, and then the Bible records that the blood of Abel cried from the ground as a witness against his brother Cain. God said, is this not the voice of your brother that I'm hearing crying on the ground? Blood speaks, people. Blood speaks. Amen. So the blood of Abel speaks, which represents the blood of humans. And what he tells us that the blood of sprinkling is speaketh better things. Oh, the blood will speak better things concerning your life tonight. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Better things. Life in the place of judgment. Peace in the place of chaos. Prosperity in the place of poverty. For we know the grace that was upon our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. The blood speaks better things than the blood of Abel. 
The blood of Abel speaks vengeance, vengeance, vengeance. The soul that sinned must die. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you still hear me on Zoom? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Let me show you something. Are we ready? Are we, are we together for this Bible study today? Or am I alone? Well, yes, sir. I know she. Thank you. Thank you for your blood shed for me. Thank you for your blood. I told you the gratitude service shed for me. Oh, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. Lord, thank you for your shed for me. Thank you for your shed for me. Oh, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Oh, I thank Lord, I thank you. story. I've told the story before. Many years ago, I was in a vision. And then I saw that I was being beaten. And then they wanted to... Uh, take me to the stakes, whether to burn me or kill me, I don't know. And, and in that vision, I knew I was guilty of whatever it was they were accusing me of. And, you know, they were beating me and stoning me and doing all sorts, leading me towards the place of slaughter. And then Jesus came, he came, he came, he came. I remember this like yesterday. He came out and took my place. He released me from their grip and went in on my behalf. People of God, if this cannot explain what he did, I don't know what else will. The hatred and the anger of the people shifted from me to him. It shifted it in its entirety. No one person looked at me to say, you are lucky. It looked like they had never seen me before. He shifted the focus from me. The penalty of sin, which was death, he took that identity from me and put it on himself that the memory of the people moved as well. Nobody, I was walking in the midst of the same people that were trying to kill me and nobody remembered to touch me. The same vigor, the same passion they used to stone him. 
He took my place. And I remember like, while I was walking away, I was looking back and his eyes were focused on me. They were beating him, stoning him. His eyes was fixed on me. As I walked away, free man, nobody was able to come and say, well, you are lucky that he, he took your place. If not, we would have dealt with No. Remission of sin. Total cancellation of death. You owe nobody nothing anymore. Hallelujah. Total annihilation. Total annihilation. He wiped my records clean. I walked away free man. Praise God. You know, if you are arrested, especially in the US, you have your records are there in the file so that they say, oh, you are arrested two times, you are arrested three times, blah, 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 this and that. Sorry. Right? And but this time, when he, he took the place, he wiped the record clean. So every time you come there, there is nothing on your record. That's what happened. And then he was crucified in my place. And I walked away free man. Then I woke up, and then it occurred to me what manner of love this God has. Can we say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Do you understand what I'm talking about? Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? This is what happens when he said, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So this is how you get born again. Your records are totally wiped away. The devil, and I pray, brings deliverance to somebody today. The devil is accuser of the brethren. So what happens if we sin? If we fall short, even when we get born again? See 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. We confess it to him to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So when you fall short, and then you confess to him. He forgives you. He's faithful first of Cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Right? But you, because of your human state, the devil, whenever you want to pray or do something, the devil comes and comes again and says, oh, you, you are, you are praying. You that committed this sin yesterday. You forget that the scripture says, once you have confessed it to him, once he's faithful to forgive you, but you keep repenting and repenting again. That's a sign of unbelief. So it keeps people in perpetual state of, of stagnation. You are not able to ascend because the devil will come and lie to you that God has not forgiven you. What you're supposed to do with this information is that for every time the devil comes to speak, every time you want to pray and ascend in the spirit, 
and said, oh, you did this, you did that. You shut him up and said, this is between me and my father. First of secondly, I have confessed and he has forgiven me. So Satan, you have no right. And he will shut up. But if you keep condoning it, you stay. How many of you have had this experience I'm talking about? How many of you have had this experience? I have. I have uh... Every time you try to climb, you, you just see the voice of accusation just comes and say, oh, you did bad, you did wrong. That's the life from the pit of hell. Amen? Amen. Amen. Believe the scriptures. That is not a, an indication or a, a, a permission for you to keep on sinning. Say, oh, as long as I can just quickly confess. Will, no, no, no. But he's telling you, first off, he paid the eternal price. He went to the beginning and went to the end because in him is the beginning and the end. And he paid the price for all man, all men, right? And then he made provision for us who are in the faith whenever we fall and we confess. He's faithful and just to cleanse us, to forgive you your sin, cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So the enemy does not have a right over your life anymore. That's what I'm trying to say. Say a big amen. Amen. Let scriptures dictate your life, not emotions. I repeat, let what scriptures dictate your life, not emotion. Many people like it when emotions dictate their life. Not emotions. Scripture. Praise the name of the Lord. Hebrews chapter 9. Uh, we're beginning to round up. I told you we're closing very early today. Hebrews chapter 9. I read it's going to be a long read, but follow me, I beg of you. Hebrews chapter 9, I'm reading for this one, reading the entire chapter. Then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made the first, wherein was the candlestick and the table and the shoe, the shoe bread, which is called a sanctuary. And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had a golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna and Aaron's rod that budded and the tables of the covenant. And over it, the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat of which we cannot now speak particularly. Verse six. Now, when these things were thus ordained, the priests, plural, went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the, the service of God. Secondly, the seven. But into the second went the high priest alone. Remember? Alone. Once every year. Note this chapter, uh, verse 7. The into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. He does not enter this place without blood, not possible. That's the place where blood must go. First of all, because he's human, he must offer for himself and then offer for the people, for the errors of the people. Verse eight, the Holy Ghost, this signifying 
that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing. So as long as the first tabernacle was still standing, the way into the holiest of all was not yet manifest. That's why when Jesus died, he tore the veil that separated people from the Holy of Holies. He tore it. Why? Because he has become the way. Hallelujah. Someone give him glory and praise if you understand what I'm talking about. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we still together? Yes, sir. yes, sir. So he died, and then the veil was torn. So the Holy Ghost was signifying that the way, why Jesus became the way. Before now, he was not yet the way, and immediately he died. Mm, he became the way. So now, when we stay in our bedrooms, stay in our offices, in our cars, in our homes, wherever we are, and say, in the name of Jesus, time of now automatically access granted to the holies of holies. Back in the day, only the high priest could go in. Amen. So, verse 9, which was a figure for the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. So the man, the high priest, was limited which stood only in meat and drinks and diverse washings and canal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. So there are a lot of practices that are required for you to go into the Holy of Holies. You need to wash, you need to, you know, offer drinks, offer meat, you know, certain things that you had to do back in the day. Verse 11, but Christ being calm and high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, verse 12, neither by the blood of goats and cows, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. If you are still with me, let me hear you say amen. 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 Neither the blood of goats and cows, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Pause. We're going to come back and read. Look at John chapter 20, verse 17. This was when Jesus resurrected and married. Um, saw her. Let me let me read. Let me let me just backtrack and read from verse. Um, bah, 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 bah. Let me read from verse eleven for emphasis. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping, and as she wept, she stood down. She stooped down and looked into the sepulchre and see two angels in white sitting, the one at the air at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Many of us have had an encounter with Jesus and we don't know that was Jesus. She knew not that was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, woman, why weepest thou? 
Whom seekest thou? She's supposing him to be the gardener. Remember this. Many people have met Jesus, but they did not know it was Jesus. She was supposing him to be the gardener. Said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Her love for Jesus was evident even without knowing she was in the presence of Jesus. Praise God. Verse 16. Jesus said unto her, Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. As Jesus called her name, the veil broke free and she was able to recognize him. Verse 17, which is where I'm going. Jesus said unto her, touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father. This is that verse we're reading in Hebrews 9. I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, unto my God and your God. Go and tell them a reason. But I'm going up. What was he going to do? That's what you see here in Hebrews chapter 9. By his own blood, he entered in once. You see, if you see verse, um, uh, verse 7, the high priest goes in once every year, right, to offer for himself and to the errors of the people. And now, verse 12 says, he entered once, not once a year anymore. Remember, the, the previous blood of goats and bulls had validity period of one year, but his eternal blood had validity of eternal eternity. Hallelujah. So he went in once and offered of his own blood into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption. So the redemption that we have is eternal redemption, not temporal. Verse 13, for if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, which is the Holy Ghost, offered himself without spot to God, Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. So this is what the blood of Jesus purchased for you, eternal inheritance. For where a testament is, there also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is of force after men are dead. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Whereunto, whereupon, neither the first testament was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of cows and of goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people, saying, this is the blood of the testament which God has enjoined unto you. Moreover, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. Verse 22, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood 
and without shedding of blood is no remission. It, is, it was therefore of necessity that the patterns of things in the heaven should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us, nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entereth into the holy place every year with the blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world, but now once in the end of the world had he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I hope you're following, you're following the scripture we're reading. Very crazy. Yes, so he went in and offered himself. He offered for himself. He offered himself as an eternal sacrifice for you and I. And it was until he was glorified that the Holy Ghost came. He said to his disciples, the world does not know the, the Holy Spirit. They don't see him. They don't know him. But you know him for he is with you and shall be in you. So he's in you because Jesus paid a price. The blood made you righteous. The Holy Spirit could not dwell in an unrighteous vessel or an unholy vessel. Why? It's called the Holy Spirit for a purpose. Praise God. So Jesus had to die for you and I so that we're able to enter into the fullness the fullness of all that he has in store for us. So he had to pay the price. The token was paid. He offered eternal sacrifice. And we see that if Joseph had physically been responsible for the birth of Jesus, then Jesus would not be qualified. Because science say that the blood of a child is formed from the sperm of the father. The semen of the father is what produces the blood, not of the mother, nothing from the mother does not contribute in the blood. Praise the name of the Lord. So it was in evident that that's why Jesus is called the son of the Holy Spirit. They had child of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Mary asked the angel, how will this thing be, seeing that I know not a man? He said, the power of the highest will overshadow thee. The Holy Ghost will come upon and incubate and you become pregnant. So, why? Because the Father, the blood that was about to be made, was an eternal, the value of the blood was eternal. Many people have seen visions of Christ being crucified. And for some accounts I've seen, um, say some angels did not allow one drop of blood to waste. They captured it in a vessel. They captured the blood. 
And so from Hebrews 9 that we've just studied, he went into the heavens and sprinkled the tabernacle. That's why he said in Hebrews chapter 12, we have come to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. We have come to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Praise the name of the Lord. The blood of sprinkling that speaketh what? Better things than the blood of Abel. So remember, we are under the covering of the blood. When he sees you, he sees the blood. That's what he sees. By his blood, you are free from the eternal damnation of sin. He, he, he fulfilled the requirement for your life. The blood of Jesus. Then he told us, do this in remembrance of me. Now, communion. Let's bring out our communion as we, let me show you the mystery of the communion. And then will partake of it and then continue to partake of it. But that's what he said. Praise the name of the Lord. Are we still together? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Luke 22, 19. He took bread and gave thanks and break it. And gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. So every time you partake of the communion, you are acknowledging what he did, the price he paid. Secondly, John chapter 6. John chapter 6. I'll read from verse 20. John 6 from verse 47. John 6, 47. It's going to be a long read, but please follow me. About to round up. John 6, 47. I read. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. Wait, what? This is that bread that comes from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. The power of communion. Clubhouse, say amen if you hear me. Amen. That a man may eat thereof and not die. This is the gospel we're reading. Verse 51. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. So the life of the world was what the price that Christ paid for the entire world. So no matter how deep in sin a man is, if he receives Jesus, 
eternal life is, becomes his. Hallelujah. Verse 52, the Jews therefore strove amongst themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. If you have not been taking the communion, guess what? You have no life in you. Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. Hallelujah. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. So the blood of Jesus made an eternal atonement, remission for your souls, so that your souls are not lost. Your souls be saved and redeemed. The life of the flesh is in the blood. So Jesus speaking, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life. You have not partaken of my flesh. You have not partaken of my blood. You have no life in you. In him was life. And that life was the life of man. The life of the flesh is in the blood. So if you partake of the blood of Jesus, the life of Christ finds expression in you. If you understand what I'm saying, say amen. 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 Let's, amen. Let's keep going. I'll take questions. I know this brings a lot of questions. Verse 54. Whosoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood, hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, dwelleth in me, and I in him. You see this? As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is too strong. I don't, I don't shall to go further in this, in this particular verse. As the living father sent me, I live by the father. That's why they could not kill Jesus. Why? The father was the one sustaining his life. They could not kill Jesus. They could not kill Jesus. They could not kill him. Thank you, Pastor. I see you. Bless you, sir. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Not your heartbeat. Not your blood level. <laughs> not your healthy lungs. Ooh. He that eateth me, even he shall live by me. So Christ becomes your sustenance. Christ becomes the one that powers your life. Oh, this is very strong. Maybe I just, I just walk past through. He that eateth me, even he shall live by me. So Christ becomes your life. The Zoe life of God. The Zoe becomes evident in your life. So you will be in a hospital 
and then your heart is plugged to a machine and they do not pick up any heartbeats. And medically, you are called dead, but you are asking them for lunch. <laughs> oh, it's a dimension. But it's not for today. Verse 55. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father. The Bible records concerning Jesus that he gave up the ghost. No man could kill him. They took him to the edge of, 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 of the, they wanted to throw him down. He activated the dimension and walked right past them. They could not touch him. The Bible records about Paul. They beat him to the point of death. I'm sure he died. But the young man came back again, shook himself, stood up and went about it. and continued to preach. If you understand the life of God that is in you, you cannot be killed by ordinary men. There is a way. What powers your life is Christ. When you have inverter and then the power system goes off, your inverter kicks in. Your house has light. The Zoe powers your life, powers your health, powers everything about you. You no longer respond to things in the natural. You are now a supernatural being. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. They ate manna. They ate supernatural food, angels' food. They have died. But he's, he's saying now, he's saying today, he that eaten of this bread shall live forever. This thing said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Many thereof, therefore of his disciples, when they heard this said, this is an hard saying. Who can hear it? <laughs> this is too hard. This is too difficult. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood, they have my life. They say, ah, this one is strong. But the people of darkness understand this mystery. When a witch goes for meeting, the first introduction is you drink blood. They drink the human blood and then they are charged, filled with power. Have you seen? Okay, okay. You know, now everything in the dark is shown in the light now, right? Watch vampire movies. When a vampire has not drunk blood, you see them, they are weak. All they need for energy is blood. You people are too quiet for me. Is someone following me on the frequency I'm going? We are here, we are here, we are here, sir. We are here. You get what I'm talking about? When they drink blood, they have yeah. energy. Suddenly, they are strong again. Suddenly, they are jumping and doing all sorts of what they do. That's vampires. That's human blood. How much more? How much more shall the blood of Christ? Hey, you become a superman. You don't just understand it. The life of, him, of the flesh is in the blood. And Jesus is saying, drink my blood. 
drink my blood. Take, drink my oath. You are not ordinary. The power of God surges through your system when you partake of his blood. The zoe is introduced when you partake of his blood. The blood of Jesus flushes out the weak nature of man and gives you the supernatural nature. If you are still with me, say amen. 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 Why can the dark world understand this truth, but we, the children of light, don't get it? As you partake of his blood. That's what he said. If you don't drink my blood and eat my flesh, you don't have a part of me. Do this in remembrance of me. Why? This is how you get energized. This is how you get sustained. Take my flesh, eat my blood. My life begins to sort through your system. The Yoruba people call it Ijoba, the eating of the king. You cannot be enthroned king without eating the past king's flesh or a part of him, or uh, I don't know what, what if it's the heart or something like that. Raw, they eat it. And then the power that was powering that king is transferred to them. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a more superior technology, the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Hallelujah. If the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an ephah sprinkling the unclean, sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God? The perfection of blood, the superior, he is called the head of all principalities. That's the blood that we're drinking. And guess what? Your, his blood, every blood group can partake of his blood. <laughs> There's no rejection of blood. No, you know, uh, type A and type O and type A, all those biological jargons. His blood is acceptable by all blood groups. You know, someone is thinking, wait, what? Are we now drinking blood? <laughs> you are called to the supernatural life. You are not called to the natural. So come up hither. Come up hither. Someone is asking, how can I drink the blood? Is it still available today? Yes. When we partake the communion, do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. That's what scripture says. Is somebody still with me? Yeah. We're here, sir. We're here. We're here, we're here. Colossians chapter 2, yeah. from verse 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. We are complete in him. In whom also ye are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands in the putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through faith 
of the oppression of God, which had raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sin and the uncircumcision of your flesh, had he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against you, which was contrary to us. He took it out of the way, nailed it to the cross. Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. This is the unity. This is the, 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 the communion that we're talking about. We are communed with him. We died with him. We're buried with him and we resurrected with him. The old man died and was buried. The new man was what resurrected. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. This is good news. The blood. The blood of Jesus speaks. He cleanses. And Isaiah 1.18. Though your seed be as crimson, it shall be white as snow. Though it be red as scarlet, it shall be white as wool. The blood, the cleansing power of the blood. Not only does it cleanse, when you partake of it, it empowers you. It empowers you. Say, do this in remembrance of me. This is the word of God. Do this. Partake of this communion in remembrance of me. That's what he said. Every time we partake of the communion, we take his flesh and we take his blood. We honor him. We, 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 we acknowledge that he indeed he is king, his Lord. And as we do so, our lives move from the ordinary to the extraordinary. We move from the natural to the supernatural. We begin to experience the zoe of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Anybody blessed Amen. tonight? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. I want to take questions. Uh, can we prepare communion, please? Communion. Let's test this thing that we're talking about. So someone is asking, what, how, what, 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 what can I use? Get bread, get biscuits. Get wine, get drink, get a juice, whatever. It's not in the item, it's in what it represents. And then once it's sanctified, because we saw how Jesus did it, and we're going to do it the same way. Questions, questions. Questions, questions, questions. Any questions today? Okay, Wura, please go ahead. Hello, good evening, sir. Good evening. Um, I, I try to do um, communion once a week, and um, I know that it's by faith. So I pray over the bread. I pray over what I use as um, the blood. And I believe that, you know, it, you know, once I pray, it, you know, spiritually, it becomes the blood and it becomes... The body, but is there anything? Are there any like specific steps I need to do before taking communion? Because I'm I'm never sure I'm doing it the right way. Do I have to read the scripture where he's, um, you know, the of the Last Supper? Is there something I need to do beforehand? Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Um, thank you for that question. Very important question. Um, first of all, you're doing it the right way. Um, the most important thing in particular of the communion is that you understand what it is you're doing, right? And so the reason we read scripture is to show what we're doing. Um, but when I do with my family, I don't read the scripture because we take it it's very regular. There was a time that Jesus actually told me to partake of it every day. Like the same way you take your vitamins, that's the same way I take communion but i've not even been faithful in that but i think i'm going to come back to it to start doing it every day because of how important it is um, in us constantly being connected and rejuvenated by the blood of christ um, what jesus did you know like we read in luke chapter 22 he took the bread he gave thanks and break it and gave them he just told them this is my body so you already know it that's his body, you know. So first of you sanctify it, right? And it's in the process of sanctification that it changes from bread into the flesh and then wine into the blood, right? And then he said this, so you know what it is as the body of Christ. And then the supper, he said, this is the cup, my New Testament, the blood which is shed for you. So we know what the blood has done. So we thank him for the blood. That's why I sang the song. Thank you for the blood shed. We're going to sing it today as we partake in communion. So what I do as we break it, because he broke it. So when, when I break the bread, I always declare his body was broken, that our bodies will not be broken in Jesus' name. His body was broken. Our bodies will not be broken in sickness and in disease in Jesus' name. They understand. So... I do that and then partake of it. But I'm conscious that I'm receiving something. I've had testimonies. You know, we have uh, we have one of our aunties that came for service. Um, I think our physical fellowship two months ago or three months ago. And then she partook of the communion. And then she went home. She had been having some sickness for a long time. I don't remember what it was. And she said when she took it and she went home, she was checking for the sickness. She couldn't find it. Why? Understanding came. First, the name of the Lord. So when you partake with understanding, then you are able to really, really see the miracle working power. I hope that clarifies. And um, yes, it does. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any other questions? Um, if you could. Yes. If you, could. you know what you just mentioned? Mm. All right. About what happened, you know, one of your one of your family members, right? Mm-hmm, auntie, yeah. One, one of your aunties, yeah. Could you say that that was also an impartation of faith? Oh, yeah. Because sometimes we have a knowledge of things and it just goes back to your authority on who sent you, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have a, a knowledge of things and many people say Christ, but Christ, the Jesus' name doesn't work for them. But it comes with a, a, a measure of understanding, but also you could say an anointing, isn't it? And mm. which can also be passed on by um, by faith or as a as an impartation. So when Christ said to, is it the uh, centurion? Mm-hmm. Is it? And he yeah. said, yeah, you know, your daughter, is it the daughter was healed? Mm-hmm. Well, his servant is healed. And he went off and he went like that. The exact same thing was an impartation of faith. faith yeah. You believe there and then. I went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, so what happened there was basically, which is why we're doing this teaching today, understanding. Understanding brings faith, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and the entrance of thy word give it light and understanding to the simple. So if now that I've explained what it does, what will happen is that somebody will open up their faith to receive healing and then they'll experience healing. You see what I'm saying? So, impartation of faith coming. As you're hearing the word of God right now, faith is coming into your spirit, man. God, I'm speaking one thing. The Holy Ghost is speaking some other things into your spirit, man. And then as you apply. So, the information, that's why I don't just want you to keep hearing and listening every week. And then you are not applying the word you are hearing. No, it's the application of what you have heard that produces in your life. So you learn something today, apply it. It becomes a part of you. Tomorrow you learn another thing, apply. So as you keep applying, you keep becoming. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is that clear enough? You got it? Tim, can you still hear me? Am I still audible on Clubhouse? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, two more questions before I, I progress. Questions, questions, questions. Prophet Steve, my did, did I miss communion? No, 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 no. We, we've not done it yet. We're just about to. Ambassador, you got it? Yes, sir. Okay, great. great. Hallelujah. Questions. I said some really powerful things. I'm expecting questions on that regard, but nobody's asking that question. Okay. My phone died, sir. I didn't hear the question. I didn't hear the teaching. Oh, sorry about that. But you can catch up later. I think it's on there. There's no question. Sister Abby, got it? Yes, sir, I got it. Come on now, that's what I'm talking about. Um, okay, so everyone get your communion ready. We're about to break, uh, about to take communion right now. Get your communion ready. Thank you for the blood. Sister please, can you sing that song for me? Thank you for the blood shed for me. Thank you for the blood shed for me. Oh, I thank you, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for the blood 
shed for me. Thank you for the blood shed for me. Oh, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Really, really thank you. Lord, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. Thank you for the blood shed for me. Thank you for the blood shed for me. Oh, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. I really thank you. Lord, I thank you. Yes, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Do you have your communion, people? Does everyone have their communion? Amen. You got it? Amen. 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 You have it. You have it. No, yes, I do not. Yes, sir. Can you can you get anything like you know biscuit, uh, bread, whatever, just just as a token, representing. And someone get me communion here too as well. I need communion, please. Um. Prophet, even if they don't have juice, can't they just get some water, some bread, just symbolic? Yeah, of course, symbolic. Yeah, not it's not in the item; it's in um, just symbolic, representing yeah, whatever, just anything. But I would, I would like us in our community here to make it a habit of you know daily, daily, daily communion, if you can. The morning before you go out, just take it like your vitamin. But remember the teachings uh, and the instructions that come. He said, if you do not partake of it, and the scripture we used was in John chapter 6, verse 47 downwards. He said, I am the bread of life. And then if no... Um, if you do not partake of my flesh and drink my blood, you do not have my life. So when we partake of his flesh and drink his blood, we have his life. Amen. Um, so for those that probably you are at work and there's nothing you can use, just, just see what we do and hear what we do. And then when you get on home, ensure you do it. 
and you see the scripture Luke chapter 22, Luke 22, verse 28. Um, no, Luke 22, not 28. Um, Luke chapter 22. I have my communion here as well. And yeah, so got my cup, got my Lord. If you are sick in your body, I want you to expect, expect, anticipate healing. You see, in Luke chapter 22, from verse 19, say he took the bread. Give thanks and break it. Lord, we thank you for your flesh. This is your body. We sanctify in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. You said, do this in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you for the sacrifice of your flesh, your blood. We do this in remembrance and in honor of you. We thank you for all that you have done. We bless the name, we bless your holy name in the name of Jesus. We partake of this. You said, except the man eats my flesh and drinks my blood, he does not have my life. So as we partake of your flesh, Lord Jesus, um, let your life flow through us in the name of Jesus. His body was broken. Repeat after me if you can. anybody with me his body, body was, was broken yes sir his body was broken so that our bodies would never be broken in jesus name so that our bodies would never be broken in jesus name his body was broken his body was broken so that my body will not be broken in sickness in this Jesus so that my body my body will never be in Jesus name amen amen I take of amen those of you with the fear of the virus what was broken so that no plague will come near your dwelling Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. This is the token of his blood. This is the token of his blood. That was shared for the remission of my sin. That was shared for the remission of my sin. As he has said in his word. As he has said in his word. Except we eat his flesh and drink his blood. Except we eat his blood, his blood, we do not have his life. We do not have his life. As I partake of his blood, as I partake of his blood, I'm a partaker of his life. I'm a partaker of his life. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. I'm a partaker of his divine nature. According to your word in Leviticus 17, 11. I covet to your word in Leviticus 17 and 11. The life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. As I drink his blood. 
and as I drink, as his, I blood, drink his blood, his life surged through my system. His life surged through my system. Flushes out every weaknesses and sicknesses. And flushes and out, every, out every weakness and, and sicknesses. If it cannot touch Jesus, it cannot touch me from now. If it cannot touch me now. In Jesus' name we partake. In Jesus', In Jesus name, we partake. name we partake. Amen. 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 Giving glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank I want you, you to Jesus. have a picture in your spirit man as you partake of just going to use the movies. How weak, in quotes, and that's that's in no way showing you what I'm talking about, but it's just a littlest picture that I can use to describe. The vampire without blood is weak, even to the point of death. But as he partakes of Lord, suddenly he becomes super strong. If the blood of a man can give him that level of strength, how much more shall the blood of Christ? How much more? If you are sick in your body, receive your healings now in the name of Jesus. Receive the touch of God right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I want you to picture, as you partake of it, picture the nutrients, the super nutrients in the blood of Jesus surging through your system. If you can see it, you can receive it. Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. We give you glory and we give you praise. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Anybody blessed today? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to wish a big happy birthday to Jess. It's Jess's birthday today. Happy birthday, Jess. Happy birthday. Thank Jess. you so much. Thank you, everybody. I love you all. God bless everyone. Thank, Thank you. Glory to God. And for those that don't know, Jess um, launched her business today. Jess, you want to talk about your business? Sure. Um, I launched my jewelry line today. It's called Fiel Jewels. Fiel is the Spanish word for faithful and devoted. And it's um, my jewelry line is, is spreading the gospel of God through jewelry. So um, uh, in January of this year, the Lord 
put in my heart that I was to have a jewelry line and I was going to um, really reach out to the people of the world, the secular world, and through the jewelry, through these beautiful pieces that he's put in my heart, um, this particular business is going to touch these people and every single package, every single one has a salvation prayer inside so they can give themselves to the Lord. Okay. So what's the website uh, that was launched today? Uh, the website is shop, P-L, S-H-O-P-F, as in Frank, I-E, as in elephant, L, as in Larry, dot C-O, shop, P-L, dot C-O. And um, we, we launched some beautiful pieces yesterday and all throughout the week, we're going to keep launching more beautiful pieces until the full collection is out to the public. Amazing, amazing. Super proud of you. Uh, can someone put that uh, link on the, on the chat uh, for us? Let's put that uh, link there. As we bless, we bless the business and we trust that it's going to touch people. Um, like someone said earlier, that oh, Tim, Tim mentioned it that the enemy is doing all they can to awaken the consciousness of our young people through materials, things that they touch. And I'm so excited because this business is here, um, sanctified by the Spirit of God to whoever partakes and touches it. They, 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 they get blessed and then they receive an impartation of the Holy Spirit as well. You know, I, so I just put that link on um, uh, Clubhouse uh, for people to check it out. This is kingdom business. You know, when, when the Lord tells us about king, wealth transfer, it's not just going to transfer into an empty structure. It transfers through the business, the works of your hands. Um, I, I received an inspiration um, to share maybe uh, maybe on Saturday or next week Wednesday, I'm going to share many. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody uh, saying, and they say, oh, you know, I've been tithing all my life, but, you know, I don't know how to receive from the Lord. You know, I started to teach um, on that subject and it was such an eye-opener for that person and then you know, we, we, we both agree that it would be a great topic to, to share because a lot of people don't really know how to receive from the Lord, especially when they give to God and they don't know how to receive. One of the ways is through the works of your hands. He will bless the works of your hands. Um, like I said, a hundred thousand percent of zero is zero. Um, so, um, uh, I'll teach extensively on that so that you know how to receive. Uh, many of us have been receiving from the Lord, but discarding it because we do not know that that was God. We, we think God will give you cash directly. No, he will create opportunities that will bring about a blessing. And that's why I'm excited to support um, this kingdom business because of the agenda of this is to you know, preach Christ and cause people to have a piece of something, you know, um, through aprons and handkerchief that was brought from the body of Paul, you know, healing 
was wrought by it. It, it. it brought about deliverance to people wherever they touch it. They're late on the people who require this kind of uh, deliverance. They received it. So I believe that we can impact uh, into jewelry, you know, the power of the Holy Ghost. And then when people wear it, you know, you know, then they can receive their own deliverance. And suddenly they begin to experience the peace of God beyond human understanding. Uh, when Saul was uh, troubled by the evil spirit, when David came and played, the evil spirit passed from him. So we must be conscious. The devil is conscious about his assignment. We must be conscious about our assignment and then and the blessing of the Lord will shed across in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Have we been, I trust Amen. I've been blessed sharing with you. Amen. I, I love I love it when I teach about the things of the kingdom so that we are able to understand properly and then interact extensively by the blood of Jesus. So I'm so, so, so excited. Um, Saturday, I'm going to be teaching on, we'll continue our series. I apologize, we couldn't um, uh, do um, the activations. Last Saturday was a very busy day. We had a long meeting with our dear papa, so I needed to rest because I'm, I'm also human sometimes. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but this Saturday, we're going to be activating two gifts. Very, very interesting subject. We're going to be activating the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues. I know somebody has been waiting for that subject. So if you are the one, shout hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, there are more than one. <laughs> okay. It's going to be amazing. So please invite people, part of your responsibility. You know, the kingdom is to invite people to also partake. Look, the gospel is for world domination. It's not just for a selected few. Jesus paid the price for all. You know, so our responsibility is to invite family, friends to partake in the knowledge. Once they understand, they're able to apply many things. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So. Amen. My name, I, I can't find my Naya anywhere. Um, so, today, and that was Bible study. And then, so we'll be back on Saturday, 6 p.m. West African time. Oh, I have Ambassador Charlotte here. Ambassador? Grace and peace, uh, Prophet Steve. I just wanted to share with the congregation today, uh, this morning, the Lord woke me up early, and this is what he put in my spirit. This is the season, the only day when we can really celebrate Jesus worldwide, all over the world. You have people that acknowledge Christmas, even though they might want to substitute Jesus with St. Nicholas, but we know the truth. And so as the world celebrates Christmas all over, this is the season. Not only should we be saying Jesus is the reason for the season among all of the uh, body of Christ or the kingdom citizens, but we should be spreading 
the good news mm -hmm. everywhere because the whole world is celebrating Christmas. And I wanted to say to uh, those of us in this room, as we're making out our Christmas list and figuring out who we gonna buy this or what we gonna buy for this one or that one, let's not forget Prophet Steve and uh, Prophetess um, Peggy because Prophet Steve feeds us Excuse me. Do you know why this room is not uh, uh, packed? Because some people, they say they're kingdom citizens, but they're still on milk. We eat meat in this room. And I thank and praise God for the meat of the word. I thank and praise God for the manna coming straight from the throne room of heaven. And so I, I know that they they feed the hungry, they clothe the naked, they go and visit and pray for the sick. And y'all are uh, heard uh, Prophetess Peggy in her room praying for the children. So when you making your Christmas list, please include the Summit Ministry. Because let me tell you something, it's what the Lord showed me this morning. Nothing that we do in this natural, gonna last but what we do for the lord and we living in this season of pandemic people are leaving here and we are commissioned to preach the gospel we have to be mindful we just can't sit back and keep watching what's going on we got to do our part so i just wanted to say as you making your christmas list out please remember to put prophet steve on your um gift list and sow a seed so the gospel can be preached in all four corners of the world and then jesus gonna come and i keep hearing about this wealth transfer and prophet steve just told us if you want wealth transfer in this season for anything other than to preach jesus and spread the gospel it's not coming yeah we know matthew 6 and 33 we don't need any other prophet pro prophecy Except seek ye first the kingdom yeah. and his righteousness. Mm -hmm. See, once we start seeking God's righteousness, our righteousness or one material things change. Mm -hmm. And then everything we need, God is gonna give it to us. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Ambassador. Hallelujah. That's a powerful, such a powerful uh, statement. Well transfers for kingdom agenda. Um, you will be partakers of it, of course, but kingdom, God thinks kingdom. God thinks kingdom. And if you want to align with his thoughts, think kingdom. Um, uh, what's her name now? Hannah had been praying and praying and praying, and she was not able to get a child until she was able to access some supernatural intelligence that God needed a prophet. She needed a son. She thought kingdom and said, if you give me a son, I'll give him back to you as a prophet. Instantaneously, she got pregnant. Instantaneously. Amen. I'll give you a prophet. Kingdom. God's agenda is bigger than any human agenda. God always thinks kingdom. God wants the entire world saved. That's and goes through the gospel. 
and immediately she was able to key into his agenda because the tenor of prophet Eli was about to expire and there was no other prophet in this place. The word of the Lord was scarce. Immediately she said, God, give me a son. I give you a prophet. Instantly she got pregnant because God will always respond faster to kingdom than. And not kingdom because people try to play God. People try to tell God, oh, I'll do kingdom. But in their hearts, they know that that's just a trick to get God to answer. <laughs> Amen, <laughs> prophecy. God Amen. God sees your heart. God sees your heart. God sees your heart. And he's more than willing to. But I'm going to do that teaching, how to receive from God. Um, very, very important that we learn these things. Uh, we've been graced by God uh, with certain revelation knowledge. And, and that's why I love, I love teaching. I love to, I could go hours and hours of teaching, but I'm learning to keep my teaching short so that uh, we can do other things with our time. But I honor each and every one of you. I thank you for the time you spend with us. Uh, do not take you for granted. I bless God for your lives. And I trust that the Lord will perfect all that concerns you in the name of Jesus. Um, I'm seeing an increased angelic activity um, in somebody's home right now. If you can lift your hands and be able to detect who's home, there's an angelic activity coming to a home right now. I receive it. Somebody here right now. There's a lot of angelic activities that are coming to a home. Papa Supernema, Palano Setiba, Pando Siveni, Siveni, Siveni. Ah, be expectant, be expectant, be expectant. For the Lord your God, whom you have called on in the night time, will show up. He will show up like a mighty rushing wind. He will show up to undo the things that was done. The Lord himself shall arise on behalf of your family and speak peace because he himself is the prince of peace. He will show up and cause things to turn around. The angels are coming. There's a lot, the portals are open in your home. Uh, angels are ascending and descending. They are ascending, they are uprooting things that are not planted of the Lord. And then they are descending with gifts and the things that are required. I'm looking, it's almost looking like a home redecoration uh, where a home is being pulled down, the structures of the home. Is being pulled down. We talked about the atmosphere, the climate of the home, and then uh, new parts and new things are being brought in. And then the home that was once desolate is now the beautiful city. Light, light, light shines right now into your heart in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. I don't know who that person is. Can you receive it? Receive it. Yeah. I receive, I receive it, Prophet Steve. I receive it. I saw it and I receive it. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Um, Peggy has something to say. Thank you. 
Time that will be 6 a.m. there about that's very early or 7 a.m. One of the two, yeah, it's quite early. Quite early. Ah. Um, Lashonda Wright, can you come up stage quickly? We need to pray. Is that your daughter on your picture? Okay, Lashon the Wright. Can you come up stage quickly? We need to pray for that child you're holding. Are you up? Can you hear yes. me? Yes, we hear you. Is Lashonda up? Yes. Yeah. That okay. is my That's who? Okay, yeah. You're holding okay, you're holding two children. Okay, your your daughters, are they, are they girls? Yes, sir. I have four daughters. Um, that's two of my daughters. Okay, so let's pray for all your children. Can we do that? Yes, that would be great. Because mm. um, the Lord just showed me right now that um, um, there's a window in the spirit to step in and intervene for what the, to cancel what the enemy wants to do. I don't know which of your daughters, um, but we cover each and every one of them. Okay? Yes. Um, babe, will you pray for? Yeah. Okay, just a second. My wife will pray for your daughter while I, I conclude. Very, very important. The timing, 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 timing. Look, you never, you never can tell what the Lord will have. You never can tell what the season is. My wife will pray right now. 
Father, we thank you and we worship you, we give you glory and praise. We thank you for your grace, O oh God, that is abiding in this room, and for your spirit, O oh God, that is just always, always, always ready to reveal the hearts of the Father, and Father will lift up your daughter, Oh God, and using her as a medium of contact to reach out to her siblings, oh God. And we declare, oh God, that these ones are preserved in the name of Jesus. We declare there shall be no freak accidents, oh God. We declare, oh God, your covenant is upon these children in the name of Jesus. And we stay in the hands of the enemy over this one. We declare, oh God, that your covering is upon them. We cancel every accident of every kind. And we declare, oh God, that your family will not mourn over any of these. Their destiny shall not be perverted. In the place of mourning and sorrow and despair, the Lord will bring joy and laughter and peace in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we speak uh, that your health, oh God, is preserved for divine health is your children's bread. Every seed uh, of illness, of sickness, of disease that has been sown into the lives of these ones, uh, we approach, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let your mighty hand uphold them, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I bless this family, oh God, that their children will bring them joy, their children will bring them peace, their children will bring happiness to the home, oh God, and they shall not sorrow or mourn over any of their daughters. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we speak into their futures, oh God, that when it comes to time to make the decision of a life partner, they will not make mistakes, they will not go wrong. In the name of Jesus, we speak into their futures, oh God, that the enemy will not use their weaknesses against them, Lord, but that the gifts and talents that you have placed in their lives will be used to the manifestation of your glory and purpose upon their lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. So God bless you, Lashonda. Please, if you're on here and you can hear me this week, endeavor throughout the week, endeavor to give, and you have children, give them communion every day of the week. That's what the Lord just told me. Every day of the week. Okay? To push back sickness, to push back some things. Yes. There's some things going on in the spirit. Uh, don't have to go into that, but give your children communion and yourself partake of communion every day of the week. You know, Jesus spoke to me a couple of years ago and he told me, he said, partake of it every day. And I was doing it for a very, very long time until I slowed down, but I'm resuming again right now. 
to partake of it every day. Um, there are many things that the Lord pre prevents and preserves us from, but we have to do our part and then he'll do his part. But communion to your children every day of the week. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Uh, God bless you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. You want to give us an offering, um, just go to our website or go to the profile and then you'll be able to find out how to do so. And as you do so, the Lord bless you and preserve and keep you for his name's sake. In Jesus' precious name, we are free. Amen. Amen. People say amen. 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 Yolanda, good to have you. It's been a while. Yolanda, still with us? Yes, I'm here. How are I'm you? Just, I'm, I'm, I'm great. Bless, blessings, BPP, and everyone else in the room. I, I'm doing well. I'm trying mm -hmm. to multitask, listen to you, because I usually do, I miss you on Tuesdays because I'm, I'm working. And so I saw the pop-up today, and I was mm -hmm. trying to listen to you and, and, and still participate in this training that I'm in. Ah. The Lord give you grace to be at two places at the same time in Jesus. <laughs> yes, sir. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Prophetess Sarjada Lewis, how are you today? Hello. God bless you and your beautiful wife, Miss Peggy. I um I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I know sometimes I can't always get in here on time, but mm -hmm. I like to go back and listen to the replays and let them play. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Amen. God bless you. This is Kathleen. Good to have you with us. Thank you. Good to have to see you so well with the Awesome. Beautiful wife, Peggy. Peggy, how are you? She's not well. Uh, everybody is suddenly commenting on my beautiful wife. Thank you. I married her. She is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Blessings. Blessings with the little ones. We saw you really getting down. Uh, yeah. BP, you know, we, you had so much energy over the weekend. <laughs> over, uh, yeah. <laughs> the king. So uh, yeah. We have the king. Yeah, Glory to Jesus. Yes, Amen. we are well. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank we you. We just lost my auntie, like I told you. It's been a busy week. And yes, yes. She was the only living uh, sister for my late father. She was one of four. One of our four. You released her. Yeah, hundred of. Yeah, we had to release her and say, God, <laughs> thank you, because it's a celebration of life. So we are 